The Yankees did have the team report to spring training. And Aaron Boone did speak. And the season is about to start. And I am excited about spring training. And I am excited about pitchers and catchers. And I am looking forward to the season. And let me just start here because I saw it. I don't normally just go off reports and and people's opinions. And I like Andy Martino. I do. I was part of the Carton Roberts show that kind of would get on him. And I know there's a lot of Met fans out there who don't necessarily believe every word that comes out of his mouth. But Andy Martino said something today about how the Yankees should extend Aaron Boone right now. He understands they won't, but he thinks they should extend Aaron Boone right now. And before I get into what needs to be said about Aaron Boone and what he said today and some of the different angles on the Yankees and one particular player in general that hasn't been discussed that much that you can tell right away is an integral part of the Yankees if you listen to Aaron Boone, and that's what we'll talk about next. But I love Aaron. I'm a big Aaron Boone guy. I defend Aaron Boone in almost every turn to everyone who will call up and tell me what a terrible manager he is. There's a gentleman. I'll give him a pop because I do think he does a great job, even though I disagree with him a lot. He writes a little bit. Uh, Neil Keefe is a guy on Twitter. I'm constantly arguing with Neil about Aaron Boone. I'll argue with anyone about Aaron Boone. I know Fleeg's guy JJ is not a big Aaron Boone fan. Mike Carver I have discussions with, who used to work at the station, about Aaron Boone. I'm constantly arguing for Aaron Boone. I think he's a fine manager. I like Aaron Boone. I think he gets way too much flack. I think he handles the bullpen far better than people think he does. Uh, His biggest thing for me was that disaster of the 2020 uh, postseason where they decided to go to the bullpen thinking they would uh, and and not allow Debbie Garcia to get out of the first inning and they thought they were going to pull a fast one on the Rays and it was an absolute disaster and that's not just on him but the the idea that he allowed that to happen that's to me the biggest blunder and there's been others but he's not perfect by any stretch but Aaron Boone's I think a damn good manager I think the team loves him I think the the Aaron Judge the most important player on the team loves him I think they they know he's got their back I know. I think they know he fights for him, and I think Sal Licata, who again I love, and is not a clown, all, except on the days he decides to dress up like one. I had a caller call Sal a clown a couple times yesterday. Sal's not a clown. I'm arguing Sal's not a clown, and then he shows up as doink the next day. But I know Sal calls him a data applicator and all that stuff, and he's he's viewed as the puppet of Brian Cashman. I don't agree with any of that. There's some level of that in every team in baseball. There's some level of the general manager giving, you know, pretty strong advice that he expects to either be be somewhat followed or have damn good reasoning why you didn't follow it. That's the new era of baseball. It's no longer, here's the players, uh, you know, Billy. We added we added uh, Reggie Jackson this year, Billy. You decide where to hit him. You You go take the team. Like, it's not that anymore. We understand that. The Billy Martins of the world no longer exist. But I still think Aaron Boone's the man who makes the decisions on the field and who pulls the pitchers when he pulls the pitchers and who does all that. But the idea from uh, Andy Martino that he should be extended. And again, I love him. How the hell do you give this guy a contract off an 82-win season? Off of the most disappointing, horrendous, season that any manager has had for the New York Yankees since before Buck Showalter, practically. 
I like Aaron Boone. I think he's a good manager, but he's got something to prove here. He just got Juan Soto. He's added Verdugo. This offense had better pick up, and this team has to win. And this team probably has to get off to a good start. I don't think they would fire him midseason. I don't. No matter how bad it gets, I think they would just ride out the year and then move on from him next year. Worst case scenario for Boone and for the Yankees. But I can't give him a contract now. I mean, that's the first when I saw that. I was like, no, you can't give him a. Let's. I talk about incentivizing, right? Let's let's incentivize the entire team to keep the manager they love. Let's incentivize Boone to have a little urgency, which I think is the one thing. If you're being fair about Aaron Boone teams. And I think, listen, I think you can make the case about Joe Torre teams. The only difference was is he had Derek Jeter and Paul O'Neill, and like you know, he had, a, he had the guys who init, who brought their urgency. But I think there is, and and he would go crazy with bullpen. But the at, the overall atmosphere is where the Yankees will be fine. I think Joe Torre had some of that, but he had a lot more urgency in his bullpen. That's for sure. That's before the days of worrying about bullpen arms. But like that's the one thing I'll say. There's a little bit of. We're the Yankees will be fine. But I think if you've listened to them today and you've listened to this Yankee team, despite not making the overall general changes you wanted in the in the organization, right? And that seems to have gone and no one cares. Then now it's a matter of winning. But we expected big time changes in the operation, and we're gonna have an audit, and we're gonna do this, and we're gonna do that. And none of it has come true. None of it. The Yankees have made no changes. Right? The Yankees have made no changes. The Yankees are doing business as, as normal, other than they went out and made the big splash and got Juan Soto, added some payroll, got Verdugo, got some left-handed hitters, which I think many Yankee fans felt was somehow out of the out of their most recent uh, ideas of baseball, that they wanted nothing but right-handed hitters, which I never agreed with. It's just the way it happened, and they weren't going to get lesser players just because they were left-handed. But now they've added the left-handed hitters. They're a more balanced team. There's, you know, there's more to it like that. But they really haven't made any changes. But the one thing I would say is you are hearing from Boone if you listen to this press conference. One, no more assumption that they are a World Series championship team. He could not have made it more clear that they have a lot of proving to do. He said it over and over again. And previous years, it's kind of been like, hey, you know, last year we won this many games and we're right there and it's just a matter of this and we're as good as anybody. You heard a lot about, you've heard a lot of that from Boone, from Cashman this year and what we've heard so far from the manager and from Brian Cashman, really since the talking started with Hal uh, is, as the offseason off began in late November, early December, this team recognizes that they have lost the belief from certainly the fans that they are just a rote, take-it-to-the-bank World Series contender and that they have things to prove. And that's what I want to see Boone prove things before I give him another contract, before I even think of giving him another contract. As much as I think he's a damn good manager, I can't give him a contract. He's got stuff to prove. This team has things to prove. And this lineup has things to prove. And this rotation, more specifically, has things to prove. Right? That's where the real question marks of this Yankee teams, as as they show up and Rodon threw today and Marcus Stroman threw today, and we heard some of the different injury stuff. Uh, Efros, who we were expecting to recover from Tommy John and be somewhat ready at the start of the year, had back surgery in December. He's not going to be around until the summer, so you can scratch his name off any list of significance to start the year. And we'll see what happens even at the summertime. And then the other news was Trevino uh, had a calf strain, and so he's slow 
to camp and but should be ready for opening day. I don't know how big of a deal that is as pitchers and catchers report. But as this team comes to start this journey that is the 2024 season, which right now I would say in my history of being a Yankee fan, and my history of following the team as closely as I follow it today. I don't know if I've ever, if I've, if the Yankees have ever come to camp or had a team that has been more just straight up a one year plan. I can't tell you about the future of this team. I know there's Judge, I know there's Cole, right? And we talk about that being the core of the team. And you want, as long as you have the two of them, there's a championship window. And that's why you got to go for it. And that's why you don't break it down. And that's why you go out and spend and blah, blah, blah. But ultimately, the amount of people who are possibly not going to be with the team next year, there's just so many that I don't know. Like you are talking about Rizzo, Soto, Torres. Holmes, like there are just so many different pieces of this team. Trevino, like there's a whole bunch of guys on this team who might not be here next year. And it's difficult to look forward at the plan and think, well, okay, yeah, they have Volpe and we'll see what he is. They have Judge, they have Cole, but ultimately, like a lot of their roster, Verdugo, is another one who won't be here necessarily, who's got no... like. So right now, I don't ever remember a Yankee team more based in this is the year. And that's why we talked about the offseason being slightly disappointing besides, despite the fact they got Juan Soto because this was the year. After they got Juan Soto and Verdugo, both with one year of, of, of control, you knew this year was going to be massively important. And that's why you wanted better than Marcus Stroman. I think Marcus Stroman's probably the best deal of the entire offseason so far. I don't think pound for pound you look at another another signing in this offseason, and there's obviously more to come as a million uh, free agents are still out there. But I don't think you could look at another free agent signing in the entire offseason that pound for pound for what he is and what you get, there's a better deal out there. That's the best deal that had. That's the best bargain agreement and a bargain contract the entire offseason. But he's not another ace. He's not a top of the rotation guy. They don't have a legitimate, you know for sure, is a knock him down closer. They don't have a second starter. They don't have the depth in the rotation that would really make you secure in it. So they didn't go out and do those things and finish off that year to make sure that this coming season is the World Series runs through the Bronx which is what you were looking for considering how many different guys could not be here next year and suddenly the whole thing's up in the air. And especially if you have to go give Juan Soto five, five fifty, six hundred million dollars $600 that's probably on the extreme end, but somewhere around there, who knows what you'll be able to afford because we still think and know that Hal has his limits. So you could be looking at piecemealing every other piece that goes. Say they rewind, uh, re-sign Soto. Do you think they're going to give Gleyber Torres that co- the contract he's going to get on the free agent market if he has another year like last year? No. Do they pay someone like Rizzo again? No. Do they replace left field with a, a, a big-time free agent bat? No, probably not. So you could be talking about going cheap or through the organization in left field, cheap or through the organization at second base, cheap or through the organization at first base. Uh, you know, it's who knows what this team looks like. It is now.